0: some bad hat Not a doctor. Bye, have a Hello, and welcome to Hunting Seasons, the podcast that dares to binge watch, deep dive, and break down a season of television each and every episode. I'm Broderick Gordis. I'm Damask Leary. And today we'll be discussing Barry season 3. Damask Leary, how you doing?
1: I'm good. It was 27 degrees today. 27. That's sun Celsius was out. by the
0: way. It was warm yeah, to those who don't it was understand very,
1: that. it's very it's like a perfect day. Beautiful. Anyway, so I was about to walk to the shops. Um walking obviously cuz people don't know at home. I don't have my license yet. I have a car, I've got my owls, I'm booked and ready to get it, all right? Anyway, so I'm about to head out my driveway, past my car, and on the windows is, like, giant stickers from the council saying abandoned cars will be moved, like, after 24 (laughs) hours. It had been there for three days. And some dickwad had called it in It's an abandoned car. It had L plates on it anyway. Um I was like, I live on this fucking street. What do you mean I can't park here? Anyway, so I just moved it up slightly. But then I had to I spend took the like stickers off I hope. Yes, yeah. Oh good, good. And then so then I So I-, I moved the car and then I took the stickers off. Um which took fucking ages by the way. Yeah. This is not an easily removed sticker. Had to get the old tea tree oil out. Anyway, really, really was a buzzkill for, for this bright and beautiful day.
0: That is a buzzkill. I've never known you to rock up with an anecdote ready. That's uh, well done. Congratulations! I, know, I, I, appreciate I just that. haven't shared it
1: with anyone, and I'm bloody fuming.
0: Absolutely. Did you? Have, did you ring the council and ask them what the fuck?
1: You know me. Of course, I didn't. I can not bothered.
0: You, I think you should. My worry is they'll rock up anyway. <laughs>
1: they'll well, the car's, rock not, up and- car's in a different spot. It's been moved.
0: Yeah, like you said you moved up a little bit. They're going to come around and go there. It's on the top. other
1: side of the street. Yeah. In a very similar spot, but it's on the other <laughs> side. Of but also, because where I live, it's like pretty much all kind of units and stuff. It's true, yeah. On both sides of the oh, street. Oh, yeah, I know
0: this street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: and so it's there are cars along both sides, the entire street. That's a bit... I, I assume Which the car is,
0: is like registered in your name, right? Yeah. Which should be registered to your address. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no So call. surely
0: they can look at the license, go, look this up, blah, 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 that's Damascus mm-hmm. She lives on this fucking street. I guess this is her fucking car. <laughs> yeah. So if they're not doing that, what the fuck, guys?
1: Yeah, truly, truly shocking. Um. Anyway, I'm going to try and figure out what neighbor called it in, and I'm- I'm going to write a very strongly worded letter. No, I'm <laughs> was- not. But I'm going to think about it. <laughs> can
0: we can we turn this into a serial style podcast <gasps> series?
1: Who could it be? Or who could it sure. be?
0: Talk about like the 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 crappy system, this council system <laughs> for abandoned cars. Yeah, how make this calls. is a symptom yeah. of a greater problem with society. <laughs> I'd love That's that. That's what people
1: want to hear a podcast about a white woman mildly inconvenienced. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Brilliant.
0: Ruined your 27 degrees Celsius day.
1: <laughs> I wanted to have a nice walk to the shops, and this is what happens to me. It's fascism. Oh, yeah, great.
0: Wonderful. I, I can't beat that. So let's get to a spoiler free review of Barry Season 3. Let me clue you in. Season in review. It's been three long years since we last saw Barry, all the way back in May of 2019, and a lot seems to have happened between then and where we find him now. Act three of Barry finds the titular hitman falling back on his old career, Sally producing and starring in her own TV show, and Noho Hank in The Thralls of Love. The core creative duo of Alec Berg and Bill Hader return, directing the full season between them, No Hero Mariah this time around, joined... By all the main players of Season 1 and 2, along with Elsie Fisher, Laura San Giacomo, Fred Melamed, Robert Wisdom, and Joe Mantegna as himself. Barry Season 3 consists of eight episodes, each coming in at around 28 minutes, and took us approximately three hours and 45 minutes to watch. In September of this year, Barry was officially renewed for a fourth and according to Henry Winkler, final season. Mm. Now, Damas, before we get to our spoiler-free review, would you like to uh, remind the listeners what you thought of Barry season one and two, please?
1: Yeah, I mean, when you think of the premise um and you look at kind of like promo materials and the general mood of the show, one would think that I'd be like this is too stressful. I hate it. Um but and it was stressful, but I didn't hate it. I actually really really loved season 1 a whole lot. Um I thought it had well, it was dark, a really great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um like somehow absurd but also fucking real like very much cemented in realism um i loved the cast i thought the script was amazing um you know yes there was was so much that i loved about season one season two i didn't love as much but still it was barry and i and i liked the character and i could see where we were going and i was excited by that
0: uh similar in the fact that i loved it uh, you gave, I think, both seasons a four out of four. five, and yep. I gave both a four point five out of five. I um, yeah, loved it for the it's dark humor. I think mm-hmm. it's so character driven. It's so well written, as I've said in previous reviews, both on like a structural level and a minute to minute dialogue level. Mm-hmm. It's laugh out loud funny a lot of the time, but doesn't like pull back on the drama or the action or the horror horror is maybe not the right word but like the the tension definitely mm-hmm. and there is some incredible tension throughout the series and in fact i found season two to be just a, even a little bit better than season one i think it built on season one really 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 well mm. and i went in um looking very much forward to season three did not expect it to take three years to arrive though um <laughs> no thanks covid for that one mm-hmm. uh with all that in mind damask would you like to give your spoiler free review of barry season three please
1: Yeah, all right. Okay, so I started watching season three back when it first aired. It's been quite a while since then.
0: I think it restarted in May again, yeah.
1: Yeah, I watched 10 minutes of the first episode and then realized I had no memory of what had happened. So I watched HBO's recap video on YouTube. Hold on, Um, is that the
0: one that's narrated by Noho Hank?
1: Yep. That's
0: fucking useless.
1: It's practically unintelligible. I watched (laughs) it and I was like, I don't understand what happened. I I have no idea what happened. Um, So, I was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to have to figure it out. (laughs) So, yeah, I tried to persevere with the first episode and I eventually came to remember what had transpired or at least like the main points of what had transpired. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't watch the rest um, of the season until yesterday. I don't
0: know. The exact (laughs) same scenario.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I watched it and it just, I don't know, it felt so bleak. It wasn't the kind of thing I want to watch after work. But I have watched it now and I am glad that I did. I think it was around maybe episode four and five that I finally felt the spark again. Things are still very dire, but the show I'd come to love came more into focus. I could remember the things that I had loved about season one and two. This season, we had some great setups and set pieces that gelled with the previous season. So I don't think quite to the height of previous seasons, but I was like, oh, yes, this is this is Barry. Um, I finally had some chuckles and was mesmerized by shot choices and that type of thing. Uh, While watching, I felt isolated from Barry this time round, And I think that's kind of reflective of where he fits into the world. He seems outside of what's happening with many of the other characters. There are obviously interactions and relationships that exist there, but he feels other very much throughout this season. Now, while some might be reckoning with what he's done, Yeah, that that sense of connection or longing for connection um, feels very different this season. It's, you know, it's pretty disconcerting to watch and oftentimes uncomfortable. You know, this titular character is being iced out of his own story. It's quite tragic to see, which is obviously the point. The poor guy tried to fit in, but it hasn't gone so well. Season three is like watching the tide slowly roll in and we're watching Barry's head poking out of the sand. You know, you can kind of, things are getting closer and closer. Things are moving and shifting. You can see that. But the I don't think the show has, this time around, have the great crescendos of the previous seasons. It is smaller in a lot of ways. Um but I it's still effective and I still enjoyed myself. But I I think I felt less this time around. Sure. I wasn't in love with this season, but it came together nicely. By the end I had enjoyed myself. The show hadn't lost itself, thank goodness, and we've got some great cliffhangers that I'm looking forward to explore next season in hopefully not 3 years time.
0: Very good. Um yeah it was it was it was difficult to return to Barry for season three, which mm. surprised me i was I knew it was coming I was looking forward to it and almost identical to you, I watched the first episode didn't have a bad time with it, but in many respects felt very lost like and there's a, <laughs> yeah. and there's a couple of reasons for that it had been three years since I'd seen season two, mm. and so I'd had a hard time remembering what had mm. happened. There was a time skip where mm. We have moved ahead, and these characters aren't—you know—we aren't just picking up from where we left off at the end of season two. It's a bit further forward in time, and it had been three years for me too. So it's like, yeah, it's—it was just that combination of things I think was very, <sighs> very hard to get my head around.
1: Really, could have used a previously on. I, may uh, I well,
0: say. I mean, a more effective one than the one that HBO provided. Like, <laughs> yes. I like the idea of a no-ho Hank narrated. Uh, previously on, like, let's recap you on Barry, but it was
1: very ineffective.
0: Yeah, the writing was
1: bad. It's like, that's not coming from a place of like, I need to inform you of what's going on. It's like, I'm going to do a no-ho-hank thing, um, assuming that you do actually know what's going on, which is not helpful for a recap.
0: No, extremely unhelpful. And as you said, it's a really bleak, sort of start this season and in fact the Mm. whole season is a bit like that um it's i don't want to get too far ahead of myself here but like this show is still a comedy sometimes Mm. i don't think it's quite as much as a comedy as it was in season one or season two and listening back to our season two review and trying to prep for this today you said the same thing about season two or season one it's like it's Mm. it's not it's it's much less of a comedy and i didn't quite Mm -hmm. agree But this time around, I really do. And Mm. it's got its laugh-out-loud moments, don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong. Um, It's
1: definitely humour. There's humour throughout it. But, yeah, it's not a ha-ha-ha kind of show. No,
0: absolutely. Very, very... Nowhere near as much as it used to be. That being said, I think this season, where we jump in, is actually a great jumping-in point to get back to Barry and where we're at. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a very intriguing place to start. And funnily enough... Without spoiling anything, I made a prediction about what would happen in Season 3 at the end of our Season 2 review. Mm. That prediction is basically what happens in Episode 1. Then they're like, yeah, that's not interesting enough for a whole season. We're going to go to that (laughs) point and then keep moving. It's Mm. like, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, way to fuck me over, guys. Thanks for that. I appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, very entertaining still. Very intriguing. I think the thing I still love about this show more than anything is just how confident it still is. The fact that it can move away from the comedy, mm-hmm. just follow where they think this story needs to go. And that is into a much darker and, and like full of pathos and, and more dramatic place. And they're not shy. They're fine to do it. Mm. Things like, I think the the point that hit it for me was that this show was changing when they started to mess around with like, the iconic Barry title sequence, which is Mm. very short. They start to muck around with it a little bit. It's like, oh, yeah, you're trying to to tell us that this show is changing a little bit. I appreciate they have the confidence to do that and they don't feel beholden to what season one or two was. Mm -hmm. Um, We've gushed over the writing and the cinematography before, but actually one of the things that stood out to me in season three was the sound design of this show is absolutely astounding sometimes. There is a bike chase sequence that is only effective because of how good the sound design is. And there was another sequence that I will not spoil from the last episode that is almost purely sound design. And is somehow extremely gripping and, like, terrifying. And it's just in how the sound is done and the performance of one actor. It was, it's very, very cool what this show is capable of doing. Um, with one season to go, I think that feels about right for this show. I agree mm-hmm. with you of the 3 seasons. This is probably my least favorite. I don't think it has qu- ha- quite has the high highs that season 1 mm. and 2 does. But that is by no means me saying it's not still Barry nor is it still great. Mm-hmm. Um also, and I've said this before a million times, but an 8 episode season at 30 minutes is just oh, delicious.
1: Delicious. That's a, that's what I had in my notes. I'm like this is so delicious! It goes it's, down a treat.
0: And those episodes are always so tight, mm-hmm. and they, they, and they, they don't feel like they need to be longer. They feel no. like they're the exactly the right length, and we get mm-hmm. exactly what we need out of them. And I moved to the next one with now uh, any hesitation because I'm not burnt out because it's drawn mm-hmm. out. Yeah, I was able to watch seven episodes yesterday, mm-hmm. and I could have done it. I could have done sixteen. It was, it was. It was very easy to do. Thank God yep. for thirty minute episodes. So good. Uh final score and ranking. How would you score this out of five stars?
1: Yeah, it's still a really good show, but because I gave season one and two a four, this just has to be a three point five.
0: Sure. I'm I'm ranking this below season one and two. I'm gonna go two one three from top to bottom. I'm still giving it a four point five though. Um Okay. I still think it is excellent and verging on masterful at times. I don't think there are shows that are doing what Barry is doing. Mm-hmm. I think it is treading its own ground. I don't think anything really, anything is, is like Barry on TV at the moment. And they're so effective what they do. You know what's probably missing from this season? Was probably a Hero Mirai directed episode. Because mm. God damn that guy can direct yeah. television. Yeah. Um, and I think that might have been missing a little bit from this season. Even though Bill Hader and Alec Berg are both great directors.
1: Before we jump into spoilers, we'd like to ask everyone who enjoys the show to please review us on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. Nothing helps a show to grow more than by throwing five stars or a glowing review our way.
0: And to sweeten the deal, if we reach 25 written reviews, we will finally review Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 1.
1: We'd also love yet to share Hunting Seasons with anyone in your life that obsessively wants to talk to you about television. They'll thank you for it.
0: Next episode, we we'll are back with our review of the much requested Paper Girls Season 1. Mm-hmm. We'd like to contribute to our discussion of Paper Girls. If you have any thoughts on Barry, you can write to us or send us an audio recording that we may include on a future episode to contact at huntingseasonspodcast.com or find us on Twitter at huntingscast. But right now, let's talk spoilers. For Barry, season three. Deep Dive. It's cool to know what other people think about this stuff too. Where do you want to start?
1: Um, alright. Do we think mm. Um Darcy Carden is the person we have reviewed the most, like their shows, is the one we've reviewed most.
0: There was also uh, I can't remember the actor's name now. Um, the lady that played Simone in season two, maybe season one two of Barry, she was also in. She was also also in The Good Place and was also also in a couple other. Oh, things, she was the
1: Australian in The yeah, Good Place. She was Place? the
0: Australian in The Good Place. Yeah, <laughs> I think she's been in a few that shows accent. as well. Every um, time
1: she's in something, I'm like. I'm always worried I'm going to hear that accent come out of her mouth because I'm like, please don't do it again. Please yeah, don't she, do it again.
0: She's been in a couple of things as well, but Darcy mm. Carden has been a lot that we've I reviewed. mean,
1: she's two for two. Our last full review episode True, was yeah, that. Two in a row. You now we're doing it again. Maybe is she going to pop up in Paper Girls. She doesn't, but it'd be great if she did.
0: It's a nice, um, it's a good contrast to the two sort of characters that she's playing mm-hmm. in between A League of Their Own and... Um, and Barry as well, so confident and sure of sure of herself in League of Their Own, and such a meek, mm. almost non character in a way. Although, although Hello, <laughs> by the end of the season, oh, yeah, she comes a bit more of one.
1: Yeah, uh, I rewatched the um the first episode today because I needed a refresh on it. Um, and in the like first meeting that Sally has with what's the, with Banshee. Yes. Um, they're giving her notes on the pilot they've filmed or whatever. And Darcy Carden's character says something in the meeting. And then Sally, outside of it, is just like, don't say anything in meetings. Actually, in fact, when I'm having a meeting, that's a great time for you to go and make my snack. And it's made me go, oh, she really, like, abs, like, of course, totally deserves that recording of her mm-hmm. put out. Because she's such a bitch. Is that
0: the... S- Scene, because I haven't rewatched episode one since I watched it like mm. a couple months ago. Is that the scene, the shot that like is real close up on Darcy Carden as well? As she's like receiving this. Is like there's some real attention paid to her by the camera in one point in that episode as well.
1: It is a, is it is close up. Yeah, yeah. it's not like um, jarringly so. Sure. Um, but like but the yeah, focus is
0: on Darcy Carden's ca- Natalie, not on um Sally so much in that. Same. I'm trying
1: to remember the exact I shots. Know. I, because f- I'm getting confused between the elevator scenes. I'm like, I feel like Sally's shot is a close up, um, but f- what's, what do I call that? From
0: from below, from like, below, it's tilted up. Yeah, I'm yeah. like
1: from low. <laughs> Doesn't <make any> sense. <laughs> it's a low
0: angle. It's from a low belo- angle
1: from a low angle. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Um, but I don't think that's right. I think I'm just mixing it up with the elevator. So I don't want to say something that is probably untrue.
0: Yeah, I had a, I had a note that I couldn't decipher because I hadn't really watched it that was like, oh, close-ups of Darcy Carden, yeah, do that as much as you want, sort of thing. Mm. Just because, like... It probably would she, be that sort was performance, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Do we want to start with Sally, then? Since we're sort sure. of talking around Let's it. Let's do it. Why not? So... Uh, yeah, what did you feel about Sally's turn? We, we pre- you know, accurately predicted, just because the show set it up, this is going to be the season about Sally's star rising. Mm-hmm. And so we jump into this and Sally is writing, <laughs> producing, and starring in her own fucking TV show <laughs> about this traumatic... Uh, mm-hmm. About trauma, I think mm-hmm. is the way she, she says she says about it. Uh, how did you feel about that? How did you feel about her, how she was handling this position, um, the At work she's I- producing. producing? Yeah. At
1: first I was annoyed because I was like I don't care about this because like I don't know like someone just being successful you know being an asshole while they're being successful or whatever I don't know it like wasn't super interesting to me I was like yeah I felt like I was being pulled away from the more interesting aspects of the show I think for at least the first three or four episodes um and then obviously as as the cracks start to form um, that was more interesting the moment of well the well, I think one of my first laughs um that I can remember well, not my first laughs, but it was one that really sticks out is when it's at her premiere and and she um she's saying her speech uh. and then she just goes in to um talking about how she do- didn't do it for you know, the accolades or whatever, but she did it for that little girl. And then she's like, you know, but sorry, I can't concentrate. I've just been told we've got 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's bad enough and funny enough. Like that's just a funny concept. But then her like manic hysterical cry laughter is so awkward. And just, I was like, you know, rubbing my forehead in like distress, (laughs) just being like, oh my God, this is so bad. But it was still so funny because it couldn't have happened to a worse person, you know?
0: Absolutely. And also like that moment's happening, I'm like, okay, this is the Sally turning point yes. right here. This yeah. is where this is where it goes from being something that maybe she was managing to actually do a good job on. Yeah, to, maybe she's
1: moving away from yeah. Barry and needing to be with him and yeah,
0: and, totally. by, and later in that episode she breaks up with him yeah, she under does. good advice that he is a violent person yeah. and maybe That's the thing
1: is like if that scene where she's giving that speech didn't exist and you know the speech went and it was great or whatever, and then she did the Barry scene. One would assume it's a very – going to be a very different story of this girl, like, moving away from, like, being with violent people or whatever, and she's actually growing as a person. But because we see that moment of yeah. her, you know that she's fucked, <laughs> that, she's, that she's messed up um, and that she hasn't actually changed and it's very much a part of her nature um, to be a monster, to be monstrous in a lot of ways. And so I was just like gearing up for the the greater downfall, which we got.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it was the setup for the fall from there on. Yeah. Uh which then happens quickly because what, they're on Banshee's homepage that morning and then an hour later they're gone <laughs> like and they cancelled it because the algorithm has said it wasn't hitting <laughs> taste clusters. Holy yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was very funny.
0: Yeah. Actually, something just on that as well. Mm. Uh, last season, we also talked about how Barry had sort of been hitting like 0.5, like 500,000 people watching live for the first episode through season mm. one. And then season two, all of a sudden, it's episode three or something like that, jumped up to 2 million. And it was like, oh my God, Barry's taking off. Everyone's going to be watching this in season three. Three years later, the whole mm. season had about a 0.2. Yeah. So like people weren't watching live <laughs> anymore. Everyone forgot about the fucking show.
1: I mean that's yeah, that's the curse of COVID. You come back after COVID and everyone's like, I think I remember vaguely yeah. liking that show, but I don't feel like I need to watch it right now.
0: So I don't think it was hitting taste clusters anymore, maybe one of them <laughs> being one more season. Um, yeah, and so from there, uh yes, the off banshee, doesn't know what to do, having a breakdown about that, trying to figure out what they're gonna do with the show gets offered what's the Medusa show called? Medusa oh. Medusa barbers or something like that. I can't remember. <laughs> they were like hairdressers who were barbers you or something shot like Medusa that. Beauty shop Medusa or something. Beauty shop Medusa or something like that. Yeah. Gets off and roll on that and then has um, the blow up at Natalie in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Uh, what she calls a, a something an entitled cunt over and over yeah. and over again. Over and over again. Holy yep. fuck. Yeah, it's
1: um, hard to come back from.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then, of course, that gets released online. Then Mm -hmm. she doesn't take the advice of her agent. She gives an awful apology. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Her
0: agent, who turns out was just looking out for her best needs but can't put up with her shit anymore moves away. And then during all that, there was that scene where Barry offers to like, oh, I can just like mess with this woman if you want. Oh, my gosh. That was okay.
1: That scene I laughed in when he's talking about Diana, I think her name is, Mm. um, the head of Banshee. And he's just like very casually explaining... (laughs) How he can, like, psychological warfare of, like, moving or replacing her furniture so she thinks that she's shrinking, (laughs) things like that. That I very much enjoyed. But it is insane. And you see the terror in Sally's face of just, like, he's cracked. Like, he's not able to hide what he is the way he used to be because his perception of reality is so skewed at this point.
0: And yet... The moment that the, the video of Natalie's mm-hmm. came out, I was like, okay, this is the moment where she goes back to Barry mm-hmm. because he's made that offer and yep. he's gonna ask, she's going to ask him to do this for her. And of course, it's exactly what happens. Now, that doesn't get to play out, but fuck does that tell us a lot about Sally if that's where she's willing to go.
1: Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I've had those days that if sure. I had a hitman at my disposal, I'd be like, you know what? That offer sounds nice.
0: But then they're interrupted by one of, for lack of a better term, Barry's panthers showing up, essentially. Mm -hmm. One of these people who's out for revenge against Barry for people he's killed in the past. And ends up with him choking her. That was so full on. Which is full on, which also, if you remember, was what she had Barry doing to him in the scene they were doing in season two was the choking as well. Which so theoretically is like... um, what Sam must have done in yeah. their previous relationship as well.
1: Even in actually, I think it's episode one, we see she's walking through the sets of her show and they're like, obviously, either with stunt doubles or yes. they're blocking that scene. You're
0: right. Um, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, and then, yeah, it's having a of time and then ends up getting the knife that Barry had with him. Um, cause he oh my gosh, her.
1: that was disgusting! Ooh, and then that stabbing was
0: stabbing the guy in like the <coughs> back of his neck,
1: <coughs> and then like uh, like poking his eyeball. Like, ah! It was disgusting. But it the, was the so thing good. he was saying, what would you
0: poke in my eye? And yeah, he was just like he walking around. And going, oh, oh God,
1: it was so disgusting. I that was like that was a lot. That was that was full on. That makes me feel really sick. I think
0: she beats him to death with a baseball bat.
1: Yeah, it's great, good for her.
0: Barry tells her. Uh, it wasn't you, Barry did this. Mm-hmm. And then she flies off to Joplin she at does. the end of the season. What a journey does. for Sally. So did this, did, <laughs> I guess, I guess after three episodes of feeling like, oh, I'm not really digging the Sally stuff. How? Where'd you end up on Sally at the end of the season? I
1: mean, I don't think Sally's the kind of person that has, she doesn't have the self-awareness for real change. So I literally think she's going back to Joplin, going to write a one woman show about dating a hitman. That's what I think.
0: Does Does she know he's a hitman, though? No, but like a
1: a psychopath. Sure, sure,
0: sure. Um, But you were... Yeah, is that... Well, when we're getting ahead of ourselves, we're starting to talk about season four. Did you end up finding that storyline compelling, though, I guess is the question?
1: I was glad... I did, yeah. I think um, we needed some kind of finality or a a place to end with that relationship. I think it's so highly dysfunctional because of... Mm. Certainly, who Barry is, but I think also who Sally is as well. Um, that it was never going to work. We could never have a happy ending. Um, and by the end of it, I was I was happy that she was leaving, not because I want that character to go because I do enjoy her, and that actress is amazing., um, but because it made sense for the character. like that's, yes, she's monstrous in many ways, but that's a lot. That's like what happened was a lot. And so to escape, makes a lot of sense
0: that one of the predictions we made as well about season three was that as she got sort of more involved and more famous that barry would be pushed aside mm-hmm. as she was always you know her her work and what she was doing barry was just sort of the guy that was there um and that was happening at the start of the season two until mm-hmm. the point where he yelled at her and was extremely awful to her in the writer's room and then she fell back into those abusive like uh mm. girl abused girlfriend behaviors of like cooking him the dinner or getting yeah. the dinner organized and the Um I know, it's just been interesting sort of watching the cycles take place in here as well. And just about every character now has had that moment of like of trying to better themselves and then not being able to escape their their true nature. And it happens mm. to Sally um, it's happened to Gene. It happens to Fugues twice this season. I can think of where he's sort of like offered escapes from his cycle <laughs> of vengeance, but can't can't stop himself. Yeah,
1: at no point do we now believe that Fuchs is going to yeah do anything but what he's always done. Yeah,
0: and really that was Barry's whole thing last season, right? He spent a whole mm-hmm. season not killing people until he just finally snapped and killed everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the season of him sort of paying for that. Well, it's come to Barry then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what did you make of his story this season? It's as you said, you felt he was isolated in this season. He was sort of like being iced out of his own show.
1: Yeah, I mean, clearly he wants. He's so desperate for connection. I think we see that when he's invited, um, although under false pretenses, to that dinner with other vets and stuff. And he's like, he says to Sally, he's like, oh, "I've got a. I think he says it to Sally. I've, you know, I've, I've got f- friends now. Or you know what I mean? Like he's like, okay, I can jump." I can attach myself to these people. He's he's um, a wayward ship this season because obviously what he did to Jean, um, obviously his relationship with Sally has broken down. Even I mean he has a bit of a connection with Hank, but Hank's doing his own thing very much. Hank this doesn't season. want anything to do with him this season. Yeah, except I mean for he, when he, gets he gets him to do the, the bomb. bomb. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And I did enjoy that detonate app situation that quite was a very bit. Funny. It was very silly. Um, but Turned it my still-
0: Wi-Fi off. <laughs> 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 that <It was great. laughs> sounds like we fixed your problem.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was just like joke after joke, and I'm like, I know this is so stupid, but I'm very much enjoying it right now. Um, so, but yeah, in terms of Barry, I think something I struggled with a little bit, and it's not a huge deal, and I think it is purposeful, but you know, speaking of purpose, that that's what he's after this season is he wants to find purpose. He feels totally adrift and he says that to Noho Hank. He's like, you know, I I'm losing it. I need a purpose. Um and then he Hank says something about, you know, forgiveness has to be earned. Bam. That's his purpose for uh the majority of the season. And that's hard as a viewer or for me personally because you know it's Futile. <laughs> like, there's no possible way that Gene can forgive him or that that relationship could ever be prepared. Mm. Uh, repaired, sorry. Um, Obviously, Gene has his faults, but I think fully... Many, 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 many faults. Many faults. Um, all the
0: stories of all the horrible yeah. things he's done to people when he's yeah. been an actor, yeah.
1: But he'd have to be a really particular kind of terrible person to forget that, like what Barry did. It's,
0: do you think, okay,
1: it's
0: it's a, it's an interesting part of the show. Something I love about this show is it is extremely grey. Nothing is black and white. Mm-hmm. Aside from maybe, I think Fuchs is still sort of the big bad of this show in a lot of ways. He's sort of mm-hmm. like the one character you can just say is an outright monster piece of shit with no redeeming qualities. But the like Barry is our titular character. Mm-hmm. When we first meet him, yes, he's a hitman. He kills people. He has had to kill people to protect himself because people keep finding out what he does. Um, but, you know, genuinely seems like he just wants to break good, to become a good guy. He joins acting class. He seems genuinely dedicated to Sally for a long time. But he just cannot seem to escape this violent cycle what is it that you want from Barry, I guess? What is it you want for him? What is it you think that can be achieved? Is there any sort of peace that can be found for him? Is it Is this story just ultimately just No, there is no peace to be a fan for Barry and he has got no way to redeem himself or or move on with his life?
1: Yeah, I mean it's It's a hard question because then you have um me to mask a real person and be like, well, he should just turn himself into the police, but that's not his journey. That's not who he is. He's after um, redemption without sacrifice, Mm. which is impossible Mm -hmm. um, in this situation. Um, So that is part of the journey is like, it's so clear how he could find peace, like in terms of just like just being able to tell people what he's done and not having to hold on. To that guilt anymore, but that's not who shame. He... Was
0: the word you used in la- when we did season two as well? That mm. um, secrecy and shame were the two things yeah. that that were holding him back. Yeah,
1: yeah, and he still continues to hold on to those things um, and constantly running into walls. Um, so, I don't think there is any hope for Barry because I don't think he can let go and be honest.
0: Is is He's still the main character,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but he can't be. There's no. He can't be a hero. Is he a villain? Is it as simple as that, or is that? No. I mean,
1: he is a villain. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But it's not as simple as that. And I think this job does such a much better job of someone who is villainous and does terrible things. And I mean, the thing like when he's trying to kill. Gene and then gets him a job and then that doesn't work out and then he's, like, threatening Gene's family and stuff. Like, there's sociopathic tendencies, obviously, triggered by trauma and all this other stuff. Like, I don't think he's like a born sociopath or anything. Um, and he does feel a lot. Um, but it does such a better job than what Breaking Bad was doing. Oh. It's, like, it's so much more interesting um, to watch this character Their humanity be chipped away, but to also have a cost to that. Mm -hmm. Like to lose that, that's something really special. And the most special thing that you could possibly lose is your humanity. Um, And they don't do it in a saccharine way. It's a really tragic and often humorous thing sometimes. Um, But they just do such a good job of it. But yeah, he's a villain, but it's complicated. And that's what makes it interesting.
0: There are there are so many little details, little moments that sort of stand out to me as to like where Barry's at in this season. I think mm. just the look of of Bill Hader in this season, he so many so many moments. I'm like, he actually looks like Fuchs. Like he's starting mm. to look like Fuchs. He looks so weathered and the same sort of like dishevelled like five o'clock shadow and stuff like that he's starting to turn into the guy that made him the monster that he is mm-hmm. Turn to the monster that fugues is in some way mm-hmm. when he's trying to make it up to gene you know get him get him acting again because that's what's gonna you know allow him to forgive him He'd Get his life back on track and he just says you know where he says to the casting director when he's trying to get him cast in the same, um, in humanity, sorry, in um, Laws of Humanity. Laws of Humanity. With the character of humanity, What a fucking mm-hmm. great joke that amazing. was. Amazing, um, amazing. But he says to, about himself as much as Gene, everyone deserves a second chance. Mm. And just how much he wants to believe that at this point, although this would be well you beyond second chance. Yeah, I'd say it's adorable really up chance. to his
1: second chance.
0: Yeah, yeah um what did you make of like the sequence it was I think it was all in one episode after he'd been poisoned by mm. uh one of the the revenge people the people's after him because he'd killed mm-hmm. their family members. What did you make of like the vision sequence when he walks out of the house and like onto the beach and sees all the people that he's killed and tries to make eye contact with them <laughs> and like gets it's just some, like, like why the fuck are you looking at me?
1: It's so perfectly. Barry to like be surrounded by people that you have killed, and not like weep or show contrition, but to stand there awkwardly, smile and wave at one of them is just like he's just that
0: was that was his um mate from um from when he was in the army too. That's the yeah, one who, yeah, yeah.
1: Chris, I think his name was Chris, maybe yes, um, yes, it was Chris. Yeah, so it just really speaks to his disconnect between who he believes himself to be and his actions, which is what makes him who he is. Um, Yeah, just, I couldn't believe it. (laughs) I was like, you're such a fucking idiot. Mm.
0: I would say also just uh, on a pure imagery level, just the shot of him coming out of the house and it becomes That was
1: mesmerizing. I was just like... Uh Ooh.
0: Is this this is is this what we get because of global warming? We get to see like the tide literally rising up to the house, and we mm-hmm. get a moment like that. in Barry, great! At least mm-hmm. we got something out of it. Um, I was trying to figure out how they did it. Like, yeah, incredible imagery. I don't. I think it must have been a real location. Um,
1: you reckon? I just. Thought I, they I thought it quite possible. Merged two shots or whatever, but yeah. maybe
0: it was. It was mesmerizing. I agree, though. Um, and then. At the end of this season, after he, the guy who was shot when he was back in the army, um, the FBI agent, Win, pardon me, um, found him burying the body of another man that he's killed.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, the comedy never stops with Barry, yeah.
0: And, you know, just, and Barry breaks down sobbing, weeping, oh wailing in a w- way. Like,
1: hysterically wailing.
0: And asking not to be killed and just like in a, in a state that we've never seen him before, no. that I can remember in the show, um, doesn't kill Barry but just says it has to stop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Barry gets a call from Moss's dad who says he wants to come and meet with him.
1: I love He's some, Moss's dad. Oh, my God. Yeah, what a character.
0: This like idea of a guy who just... Just through his like <laughs> the way he speaks to people, just that conversation them to kill him, kill in themself. the
1: car with <laughs> yeah. Fuchs was hilarious. Yeah, um, and Fuchs just can't get over. He's like, "Oh, but you caught him on a bad day." It's like I was <laughs> I had breakfast with my cousin, and I said he doesn't know how to make a short stack. He went outside and killed himself. It's like that, right? Um, it's um,
0: like and he just. But also the way that ends, just to, where he's like, "I'm just saying," you know, the tonnage, and he looks at the window, and all the cops are there, just like. <laughs> Fuck.
1: <laughs> but it's just such a perfect way to like make that character really, really scary um, and a, a genuine threat. The fact that Fuchs is, you know, someone who's been in the field for a long time is mm. even like, well, that can't be true because that's insanely powerful. Um, yeah, that was really good. That was a great little scene.
0: Did you like the scene where he convinced Gene to come over immediately through his powers of persuasion oh my apparently? God. And then sits him down in 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 interrogation, like sitting in his garage, and just asks him, Do you love my daughter? Do you love Barry? Then why are you protecting Barry? And just repeats those three sentences over and over until Mm. apparently he breaks and I love yeah, because
1: he like repeats her name, then he repeats like, Do you love her? Um, and then yeah, do you love Barry? And oh my god. I was Yeah, he was very persuasive and I was like, This guy's good. This guy's (laughs) This guy's a king. Mm.
0: Um, and then, well, from there, gets a f- Barry gets, in the last sequence, gets a call from Moss. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asks him to come over. Barry, able to resist his powers of persuasion, rings Gene instead. Gene is apparently waiting outside Moss's house to kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then... Barry arrives, agrees to do it. Turns out the whole thing's a fucking set up to catch him in the act well, of killing the- someone. Yeah,
1: because he's sitting at the front with a gun and then he's begging Barry to come with him. Yes. Just to leave. And um, Barry goes, no, no, I'm, I'm going to go do this. You fuck off or whatever.
0: Remembering he's just had a-, a whole sequence with with Nguyen where it's the whole thing of like, you have to stop doing this. Like yeah, you can't. Cannot as soon do as he's it.
1: threatened in any way, he's just like, oh, well, I'll kill them. I'll just kill them. Yeah. Um, because he can't lose anything. He can't lose. Um, yeah, so he goes in, into the house.
0: Pulls the gun. Instantly, the cops are on him. Drop the gun, but Barry, and he's they got him.
1: They did get That's, him.
0: And that was just my theory. He's like, fuck, they got him. And like, yeah. it's funny how it was like, yeah, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I'm it like, wasn't oh, it wasn't oh no it was like good like fuck yes. this guy and like so
1: so much had happened at that point it's you know it's really um it's not very satisfying to me as a viewer in shows where like you know things like breaking bad where they just things happen so that they always just get away you know sure. yes in in this season i believe also in season 2 well, mostly this season, you know, the dumbness of the cops is a thing. Mm -hmm. But then, like, you know, that can, if it goes too far, that really breaks you out of the world and it feels like there are never going to be any real consequences. Totally. Um. So, like, well, yeah, a police officer was murdered. There's a whole lot of, like, gang murders going on. Clearly, there would be, like, a proper investigation into that and they wouldn't just be like, oh, you know, um, Hank said there was a guy called the Raven. The Raven. We'll just leave it at that. Um, so I'm glad that it's like, yes, there was an investigation. Um, obviously, it was uh, Moss's dad that brought it all together. But I was like, you know, I'm glad that there is going to be some kind of, well, the police have found him. They are aware of him now. And that makes sense to me.
0: Absolutely. Um, and a great way to end it. And I love that last shot, too, of like, when they're like the police are all there through the window, mm-hmm. and you've just got the photo in the corner of Detective Moss, and mm-hmm.
1: then uh,
0: Daddy yeah. Moss standing outside, and then all the police are gone. And he's just standing outside, and just like it's almost like the show had to remind you. It's like fucking Barry yeah. has killed and ruined people's lives. Like yes. this he's is a bad person. This is he's a bad person who's done incredibly bad things, and this mm-hmm. is, he had this coming. And like this is this is good that this has happened because. I, yeah. I really appreciate how well that, that was done.
1: Yeah. It's like he has, you know, an addiction and he just like needed someone to put him into rehab and prison, you know, might be that rehab for him. Mm. I mean, they should never let him out because I'm sure he's going to kill again. But
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, quickly, Gene, how do you feel about him this season? He obviously, most of the first half of the season is tied up with him mm. um, and Barry trying to somehow make up for the fact he killed the love of his life. Um but then becomes about him sort of trying to move on with his life and try and find forgiveness. And
1: yeah, he's it's like, it's, this is his second chance, and he wants to, you know, do as much as he can with it. Um, in, you know, obviously in gene ways, he's not going to totally change. Um, but that was nice. I will say at the beginning of the season, I struggled with. Uh, how awful his situation was with this Barry idiot, like forcing himself into his life when he's already going through so much. That was really really stressful for me. I did not like that. Um, But then finally when he's able to get, like Barry's leaving him alone um, and he's, you know, making moves, networking, doing all that stuff. I was like, I could watch Gene do anything really. I know, yeah, I, Henry, I watch Henry Winkler do anything. I'd he, be happy.
0: He is terrific in this show. Yeah. And do you think? Do you think it's genuine? Like, there's still the gene there that is nowhere near as good the actor nor the teacher that he thinks he is, and he's getting this ridiculous masterclass, and people seem to be allowing it. But also, he really did seem to be giving a hundred percent of like the, his pay to this woman mm. that he fucked over, whose career he ruined, and he's genuinely trying to like get her career back on track and seems to be mostly succeeding at this point like
1: i mean you can only ever really comment on um how genuine that is in time you know what i yeah. mean is that going to be consistent or like once he feels safe again mm. and he has a bit of power and isn't coming from a place of total really powerlessness back into that will he turn i don't know mm. um but it seemed... Based at first, on I, the I show, did always question I'm going to say it. yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did always question it. I'm like, oh, when's like, the other shoe yeah. going to drop um, with him? But so far it hasn't. And he did eventually do the right thing. Obviously being coerced by Papa Moss. Um,
0: oh, coerced and maybe convinced of what the right thing but, to do is. And was. also
1: I think set free a little bit because yeah. he's been so terrified of Barry to have that person be like, just tell me what he did. And like someone who clearly knows what they're doing and probably has a plan, that would probably be a huge weight off his shoulders. Yeah.
0: And it felt like a victory for Gene mm-hmm. at the end. There it too, really did. To have that. Um just really rewinding just very quickly though. That mm-hmm. opening, that scene where Gene confronts Barry with the gun and then the fucking chamber falls oh out. Oh my God. Is so funny though. Oh,
1: I I was too stressed out. I got laugh. <laughs> I was so stressed out. I was like Oh no! Because poor- I just felt so bad for him. Um, yeah, it was it was truly, truly tragic that the gun from Riptorn couldn't stay together.
0: Uh, yes, um, Fuchs. Yes, twice he's found paradise and twice he has left it <laughs> to go and <laughs> try and fuck over Barry uh-huh, again.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Fuck this guy! It's
1: my dream to have a bit of property and just own goats. Oh my gosh. And these beautiful,
0: way too young women who seem to find want to date him or whatever. I don't really way know. Way too young,
1: way too beautiful. What is going on <laughs> down there? Um, I ne- clearly need to move. Um, yeah, he's he's living it up. Can't help himself because he also can't lose. Uh-huh. Um, and Barry has bested him, or that's how he feels, or forgotten him, which is even worse. Um, and so he feels compelled to go back and make sure he's remembered as important
0: not uh, specifically as well you said this in season two as well half of his problem is that he feels he's been replaced by gene and so like his whole thing last year last yeah. season two was like i gotta ruin the relationship between gene and mm-hmm. barry and then he calls barry and it's like yeah gene and i are cool again not yeah. entirely true but like fuck that yeah <laughs> <Sort of> blow <laughs> that have up that. again um how do you mm. feel about, like, him going around and putting all these people who are related to mm. um, victims of Barry onto the scent of Barry? I the, the, I mean, it's all set up in that story that that woman tells in, like, mm-hmm. episode two about the people that chose to become the Panthers and, you know. Well,
1: his response to that story was very funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's not real. It's a fable.
0: Once he um, asks, it's like, yeah, how, how long did this take? It's Yeah, like, how long did that take that, to put together? That, that, that panther <laughs> that's, army. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
1: that's great. That's great stuff. Um, Yeah, oh, that was when that mum shot her own son, that was yeah. so tragic. And I love that actress because she's from Mystic Pizza, which is a film in the 80s that's great with Julia Roberts in it. And so I've always loved that actress. And every time I see her, she's just so wonderful. She was also in Pretty Little Lies as like, this therapist that was like felt like one of the few safe places and so to watch her (laughs) suffer like this was really too much for me um it was i did love the the vet dinner though the invitation to the vet dinner and she she got closer than anyone yeah um so good for her um i mean it was a it's a bit of a silly idea um and also just to assume that everyone is murderous, I guess. And a lot of them were, way more than I expected were. Um, yeah, so I, don't I, know, I didn't I, love that aspect of it, but sure.
0: I like how, how little of it, like of those characters and those little sequences that play out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: basically how Barry is barely involved in the outcomes of those scenarios. Yes. The mum shoots the son and that's just like, Two idiots playing with a gun that should not be playing with a gun, basically. Mm -hmm. And, like, these people were way out of their depth. Yeah. Um, The older guy who ends up picking him up after he's been poisoned Mm. and then can't do it and then, like, drives Barry to the hospital and commits suicide in the car. so sad. So fucking dark. But also, again, Barry didn't fucking do a thing in that scenario. This is Mm -hmm. just... This is, again, it's kind of what Fugues has done to them more than anything, but by... Well, that's not true. Barry's definitely put them first down that path, but Fuchs has pushed them further down that path to yeah. the point of self-destruction. I also just think
1: it's like, Barry doesn't have to actively do anything because the aftermath of what he has initially done, which is yeah. to murder their loved ones, is what sends them on this of yes. course. Which what makes them well, believe the re- that they can be murderous. More importantly, it
0: is it is the fable of the Panthers. It's the revenge mm-hmm. aspect of it. It's that yep. someone comes along and like, this is actually the guy who did it. You're going to have to do do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And revenge ends up fucking all of them over. Except maybe the vet wife who just sort of ran out of the house. We don't really know mm-hmm. what happened to her. But like the the people on the motorbikes- they're all a bunch of fucking idiots. That was who? <laughs> what's very funny. I
1: love the the. Was it Passover or something? When yeah, he tries yeah to hand, hand over, in the, hand <laughs> over, and <they> just boom, <laughs> boom. I'm like, that's great. I really enjoy that.
0: And then they end up in the um. That's something a li- like something this show does so well is just when mm-hmm. reality meets the f- weird, fucked up crap yes. that's going on in Barry, and like they end up at that like that car. Uh, the car dealership. dealership
1: loved that,
0: and then like the, the one of the bikers ends up on the roof somehow, yeah. and they're like the cops are shooting. Like no, no, the guy comes out oh, like with a not, shotgun. I think he says something like "Not today," and like <laughs> shoots them off the roof, and like that's the end of them. <laughs> Barry didn't have to do shit. Yeah,
1: um, I did enjoy that. I enjoy that stuff. A I lot. think like that's it was moments like that that reminded me like why I really enjoy this show is that yes, it's like there is silliness. in in what we're laughing at, like the handover situation. But it's also like, well, that is probably what would actually happen if these morons thought they were in like a Bond film and tried to do a handover. It's like, yes, then he would lose his balance and like pile into the back of a, a ute or a truck, as Americans would say.
0: Especially because there's no way these guys are like, they, this is what they do. They're like <laughs> yeah. dirt bike riders just yeah. having a good time and then starting to become mercenaries all of a sudden. Mm, yeah, no, it's yeah. I was about to segue us to the final thoughts, but we mm. haven't talked about Ho Hank I and know, Cristobal that'd be a crime. at all, which is a crime. Yeah. Um, yeah. What would you make of make of Ho Hank this season?
1: It's so funny. Like After yeah, I started watching that first episode, then I jumped over to the YouTube recap and then jumped back into the episode. I'm like, oh, it was... Hank always, like, such a cartoon. I'm like, I don't know if I can vibe with this anymore. And then as we go on, you're like, actually, I really just enjoy this character. (laughs) And yes, it is cartoony, but I still very much enjoy it. Um, I mean, I love his hijinks and I'm never, I was going to say, but I'm never that... um, worried that's not true this season no. um when he is chained in that room and they release what did they what do you think we, they release
0: I, I i'm guessing tiger or something but like
1: but then it was like pounding in the thing. I was like, is it a bear? But then it was roaring. I'm like, it's some kind of wild cat. We
0: don't know. And that's part of what makes it so yeah, good. When I'm absolutely. Talking about. Absolutely. So there are a couple of sequences that stand out for me when it comes to mm-hmm. the sound design, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I love when the title music stops being over the titles. Like mm-hmm. in the last couple of episodes, they're just like, this show's getting too serious with so that. Like, nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. um, the bike chase sequence on the highway. Mm hmm. Is actually from a cinematic point of view really boring. It's just motorbikes racing between lines of cars. Mm-hmm. There is no, there's nothing really happening there. But yeah. it's the sound of <laughs> the dinky little bike that Barry is on, yeah. which is like puttering along, and then the woof, 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 as he goes the past the cars and the radios and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> yeah, makes it really intense and actually yes. gives it uh, any sort of excitement or dramatic. Um, well, sort the- of I mean,
1: which is. So perfect for this show because it's not a Bond film. Mm-mm. So we can't have them, you know, like parkouring over, I don't know, suburbia or anything. Or doing Although, like. Though
0: we could have fucking weird teenage girls who are do, like, doing <laughs> like well, wire work shit. That's the
1: absurdism <laughs> that I fucking love. But in terms of like an action sequence like this, we keep it in reality, but we get the same feeling just mm-hmm. through the craft of one of those really beautifully choreographed action sequences that they often have at the opening of a Bond film. Like, it was just like, that is, as a layperson, how it would feel driving that fast between two lines of cars. It would be very scary and very intense. And they, even though it's something small and cinematically somewhat simple, they heighten it in such a, It seems easy, but it's clearly not easy because everyone feels like they always have to one-up themselves in terms of action sequences. Well,
0: funnily enough, I had seen that sequence on Twitter a little bit earlier. Mm. Someone brought it up. I think they were talking about the Emmys and how Barry didn't get an Emmy for this stuff, Mm. and they should have. And you know on Twitter how videos will play, but you don't necessarily – like the sound isn't always on automatically? (laughs) I watched that sequence without audio, and I was like – what is everyone talking about? This isn't impressive. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it with the audio. I'm like, oh, uh, the only reason this works is because of the sound design, yeah. right? It's all about the yeah. sound editing. Similarly, uh, that sequence of Ho Hank in the cell mm-hmm. with whatever it is next door that's mauling his friends oh apart and gosh. the manic animal keeper laughing, laughing. like a maniac yeah. is fucking incredible. Like, that is yeah. terrifying. And we don't see anything. And it is unbelievably so tense and terrifying. Mm-hmm. And uh, partly the performance of the actor as well, just the, mm-hmm. the look of terror and desperation. Yeah, I've never seen a
1: that look on Hank's face ever. Oh, no. And it was scary. Like, yeah. the size of his eyes tripled somehow. It, it was terrified. Genuinely. But you think about
0: how cheap that scene must be to do. Like, mm-hmm. you can't get a CGI tiger. You can't do a, a prey and get a CGI bear. Just never see it. Have the... The wall give away some plaster. Scarry have one enough. decent actor. Do some good sound design. Shoot a few bullet holes, and you are done. Go home for lunch. Um, like, become away with a sequence that that was truly gripping. Mm-hmm. It's really impressive. Yeah. Really, really impressive stuff. Um, how do you feel about just the NoHo Hank and Crystal Ball love story?
1: Oh, a tragic tale from two houses, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really sad, particularly where we where we end it. I'm worried that he's been, like, lobotomized or something Yeah, terrible. it looks
0: like he might be. I wasn't sure if he was dead or if he was just out of it now. it was. Yeah, I wasn't sure if tell. it was, like,
1: he's been tortured for so long it just, like, needs a good rest, maybe a hospitalization, mm-hmm. and then he'll be okay. Or if they've done, you know, the old 19th century drill in the brain to stop you being a homosexual. I don't know. Uh-
0: Oh I was looking I was, looking, I was looking for like
1: scars and stuff. I couldn't see anything I don't think so i don't I don't think, think so either, but that was that's my fear what
0: his wife wanted either at that point. I think he was trying to sort of like negative connotation like if you're being aroused by this guy and then you Ooh, get yeah. electrocuted, it's going to like mess with his
1: like that's that's more of the the fifties option is to like show you. Men are men porn and then electrocute you.
0: Right, that's what she was going for. So I don't think the lobotomy yep. was happening taking place, but it did still wonder that she went a little bit too far and might have just fried the guy to death. Yes. Um, and I, I think maybe the writers don't even know that yet, and mm. it's why it's left a bit ambiguous. Well, Hank
1: had a that's look fine. on his face at the very end. I was like, what does that look mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was hard to tell. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny. How I It comes out of nowhere. I don't remember. I, I, I remember them hanging out and, like, being friends because mm. the Chechians and the uh the Bolivians, Bolivians? Is it? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh are uh, getting like working together until Esther shows up in season two and sort of like Noah Hank sees that as being ruined and asks Barry to kill Esther or whatever. But the idea of them being lovers I don't think was set up in season two.
1: I don't I remember.
0: remember I can't really remember it. Um but I'm happy to buy it. I totally fine with that. These two are sort of like yeah, cute. you know Doing their gangster shit and uh, in LA and mm, canoodling living in, a sweet in pad the bed. Hi, oh, gorgeous. Booking, booking flights while they rest their head on another child's lap and like ah, oh. so cute. Yeah, but that' funny. That's that's so much of Hank's story this season is just it, it's it's so barely tied to Barry or the rest of what's going on. Mm. It's just like here's the no-ho Hank and Cristobal storyline as we try to sort of I guess wrap up what's been happening with the drug cartels. Mm. Cool. I was. I I was. I was happy
1: to be in that story. Yeah. Me too. I was. I was having a fun time, and it surprised
0: me. Mm.
1: That's something else, actually. In I guess that storyline of the the battling gangs is when um, the Chechnyans, the guys, like showing the big bosses their operation, which is shit, but he's showing the operation and he's like, oh, I'll get a better vantage point and he pulls up and just watching obviously the Bolivians come in and then the cops yes, and then like obviously that guy with the bomb walking up with his little yeah, vest on and then exploding. It was just, it was great. It was a fun little sequence.
0: I also love the bit where that same guy figured out that mm-hmm. he was trying to protect Cristobal and just yeah. like, no, this says it outright, but like here's how I put this together. I'm going to look you in the eye and you know that I fucking know. Yeah. I love that.
1: Any last words?
0: Final thoughts. That's why you always leave a note. Do you have any side notes to mask?
1: Um I don't, although I've just remembered the the two shows, Sally's show and then another one comes out. And it's just called Pam, I just Pam enjoyed exclamation that. mark. Pam, exclamation Pam!
0: Did you think that was... What's that show, uh, the woman that was on Louie and then had her own show that I never watched? Uh, oh,
1: yeah. I don't remember the name of the show, but yeah. Neither do raising I. raising two think, daughters and stuff. Yeah. I, think, I
0: thought Pam was like a name in that too. It's not, the way I it was think. described reminded me of that as well. Mm. Uh, what was the name of... Uh, was it Cupcake? No, what was the name of um, Natalie's show? Do you remember? Central Park cupcakes or something like that i can't remember i have no idea no i can't breathe that it wasn't as what it was better than what was the name oh Rest her of new chocolate. show yeah i don't yeah. remember i
1: just was just captivated by whatever she was doing in that writer's <laughs> room, which is insane um yeah I don't, I don't remember
0: speaking of tv shows actually there were a couple of things oh I just enjoyed. desserts just desserts That's that it. was it thank you uh speaking of tv shows um there were a few little, like, details about the biz that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already talked about the algorithm and talking about, like, you know, what the fuck is the point of your job if you're just going to listen to what this fucking algorithm says anyway. But mm-hmm. the the press junket bit where they go do the press junket before the premiere and, like, yeah. those ridiculous <laughs> questions that were being asked. Like, who do you want to play Spider-Man? Ben Mendelsohn? <laughs> um, stuff like that. I thought that was funny. I think I saw someone talking about, like, so many of these little bits are, are like, there was a bit in season two where there was this guy getting around in meetings who was carrying a yoga ball around with him and wherever he went. and I think you said like, this is someone Bill Hader has definitely met. I'm like, yeah. all of this is informed by years in the business, I'm sure. Yeah. There's a bit when, episode two, I think it is, when Sally's, they're writing, they're talking about dialogue and she's saying that like, no one talks like that. It's not just a stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And the, the the writer comes out with like this beautifully like articulated idea of why that. And She's like, just put some arms in there yeah. or whatever. I was like, that's genius. Yeah, and then but, Yeah, go mm. on.
1: Oh, but like the the setup to that whole thing is the the first line which the other writer says, like, oh Sally's like, Oh, yeah, she mentions the dialogue or whatever. And the other writer goes, Oh, do you think, you know, people think we have an agenda? Which mm. we, you know, don't. And then Sally, um so she's like, No, just real people don't talk like that. And then the other writer goes into like you know, it's like patriarchy and all this stuff, clearly with an agenda, agenda. And then, yeah, then the um joke. Yeah. Then the
0: um joke, at which point I became acutely aware of how many ums, ahs, and other sort of like verbal tics were in <laughs> everyone's dialogue. Like, all <laughs> I'm of a sudden, I'm like, you now how much of that was yeah. written? How much mm-hmm. of that is performance? Now I need to know. I, my brain is trying to calculate this stuff. Um, also, when we're in the meeting with Banshee about like, um, streamers cancelling just another show. Actually, afterwards, Sally's mm. talking about how they've cancelled just another show, but it means so much to the creators, you know, mm. it was their whole thing. I just thought that was very interesting because that- this happened... Before all the HBO Max, Warner Discovery stuff, but that's mm. exactly the sort of thing that's been talked about since we've had all this stuff that's disappeared off um, HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, these creators, especially of animated shows, who are like, our shows are just fucking gone. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It was just it was just content that didn't matter at all to them. But we poured years and our heart and soul mm-hmm. into, and now we can't even re- reference it on our resume because there's nothing to point to anymore. Yeah. I just thought that was really poignant and actually predates all this HBO mm. Max stuff, which I thought was really Yeah, I
1: remember, yeah, when all that stuff was happening and the creator of Dickinson was like, I think she said that she requested it on DVD because she's like with, you know, obviously they, that was on Apple TV. She's like, if that, I don't know, goes away or they decide to just not have it on the platform anymore, my entire work is gone forever yeah. and I have no access to it.
0: Absolutely. Uh, we've already talked about, the the fun just ongoing like playing with ordinary people, um, dealing with crazy stuff that goes on in Barry. One of my favourite mm. bits being when Jean is running through the backyard of someone's house and those two women are breaking up. It's just like I understand. I thought we'll get like <laughs> I've been working myself seem to be enjoying it. It's like what's the problem? And they're out the window, all these dogs, all these dozens <laughs> of dogs chasing Henry, and just like you have too many dogs.
1: <laughs> uh, and then the the other punchline to that. Beautiful and hilarious setup and joke in and of itself um, is when he goes up to the girl who's smoking outside of her place of employment. He's yes. asking for help and she's like, Is that your dog? He's like, No, that's just one of the dogs that to me. And it's just the cutest little <laughs> one of Yorkie the 40 terrier. Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah.
0: Uh, there was a sequence where I think Jean was like rehashing with Barry, I think it was about sort of what went down between... I think it was explaining like how he figured out that Barry killed Moss and so forth Mm -hmm. and what went down and the fact that like he'd heard Barry give the monologue that ended up being true about him like mm. killing someone or whatever it was in season one. And I think Barry said, we don't need to rehash all this. And I said out loud, thank you for rehashing all this because i have forgotten <laughs> so much of it. I really yeah. appreciate you rehashing Absolutely. this. And finally, my last little uh, side note was just Natalie calling Rotten Tomatoes Rotty T's. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: do,
0: to do we Teas, think no. that's
1: a Darcy Carden line?
0: I think it was written, but yeah. it's a line you give to Darcy Carden because she Yeah, true. The It's it. like, well,
1: we're writing for Darcy Carden, so we've got to have the most ridiculous lines we can. Yeah. Do,
0: you, do you think we're fans of Darcy Carden? I think we might nah. be. Uh, highlights and lowlights. What was your lowlight of the season, Damask?
1: Um, oh, what was my lowlight? What a great, great <laughs> question. Um. Can I, can I give you my answer? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this bit. Um...
0: I, it's very hard to use specific lowlight. I don't think there was any particular moment that didn't work or anything like Mm. that. I think in a lot of ways, while it's my least favourite of the three seasons, maybe, I'm certainly still really enjoying the show in every way. I think more than anything, my lowlight's kind of that I miss Kusanow's acting classes. Like, Mm, it was such an important part of season one and two. And... That not being a part of this season, while the show has to move on and there's no room mm. for it in this show mm-hmm. anymore, um, I did miss that. I miss yes. that we didn't have that anymore because it, it's such a big part of like what made Barry Barry for at least two seasons of the show.
1: Yeah. Um, oh my, I mean, yeah, I don't really have any low lights because nothing was like bad in yeah. the show. Um, but I just like the beginning of the show... And Jean, the situation Jean is in is so painful to watch and mm-hmm. so horrific. And it's our like lead character doing this to probably a lot of our favorite character. And that's really hard to deal with and hard to watch. So I guess that's my low light, but it's important for the show and it needs to be there.
0: Did it did it not help also that it's kind of we just like steamrolled straight into that? Like it wasn't like a build up over time through the series. Oh yeah, it's I'm like- so
1: glad it wasn't five episodes of Sure. You know Obviously, at that point, Gene knows, and like he's he's scared or planning, and you know the plan isn't going to work. Like that would be way too, I think, annoying and stressful. Like so stressful that mm-hmm. I get annoyed at how stressed out I am. That's when I have real issues with TV shows. So I'm glad they didn't do that. But yeah, it's just like that that first episode into the second um, that I was just stressed. I was just mildly stressed out, and that's my my only low light.
0: I I guess sorry. I guess my question is is did it make it more of a low light that it that that was like how you were reintroduced to the characters, though, after three years. Like, yeah, you just come I in, mean- like <laughs> Barry is like being super shit in a way we've not seen him do yet. Yeah. It's like,
1: oh, God. Yeah, I okay. was like, I remember enjoying this show. What is <laughs> yeah. this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah the three-year gap and then that's our introduction is absolutely a part of that.
0: It was a bit of whiplash, and it's, but I think it's part of the reason that both of us... Took a while to get. We had. To, we knew we had to, and we loved it. We knew we would eventually. But yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of, actually, I was talking in, in the um, uh, spoiler-free review section. The prediction I made about how this season would go, and the prediction was that while. Uh, Gene had the thing that Barry did this from Fuchs, I didn't necessarily Mm -hmm. think he'd put it all together and it would take a whole season for him to get to the point of like confronting Mm -hmm. Barry and then Barry would have to choose between killing him or not killing him because that's how he always deals his problems. That was the end of episode one. (laughs) 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 That was a big middle finger to me. Like, yeah, that Mm -hmm. season's shit. Let's let's just get to the next part. Mm -hmm. Um, My highlight... I'm tempted to say just the effortlessness of the show and how watchable it is, but for less of a shit answer, I'm gonna say. <laughs> that made me um, laugh.
1: The face you were doing, was, <laughs> I just wanted to punch it. Yeah,
0: go on. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that no ho Hank uh, escaping like the in mm. the jail cell sequence. Mm-hmm. I was mesmerised by how effective that was. I'm like I'm watching that sequence at like. I know three o'clock in the afternoon at home on a sunny mm. day, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, um, that was just so well executed. Um, but I do do you think it speaks to maybe there were there were higher highs in previous seasons as well. I think um, so. I think like you think of the the Ninja Girl mm-hmm. Ringu thing that was going on in it season two was just such a out of nowhere bit. Um, some other builds up to tension that were maybe a little more effective or a little better executed in season mm-hmm. two, but I don't know. I feel like maybe they're just coming in season four instead. Damask, what was your highlight? <laughs>
1: Look, I, I've already spoken about like all of my highlights, but I think the moment I was like, "Yes, I this is I remember this show. I really remember why I liked it," um, and that was like the motorbike chase and the conclusion of that chase on top of the car dealership. I was like, "That was that was." a lot of fun you guys but before that the episode earlier or two episodes earlier oh no one episode earlier was the cops versus the bolivians which is great and then before that it was the detonate app which made me laugh yes
0: that was that the detonate app bit was Mm -hmm. perfectly barry uh okay season four likely to be the final season of barry um any predictions hopes or concerns
1: I mean, surely it's not just going to be a trial. <laughs> just, I don't know. I don't know. I I really... I, I don't... I have nothing to say. I can't think of anything of what they're going to do. Do you have any idea?
0: Not not really, no. no. I feel like I had a clearer idea after Season 2, mm. and some of that was correct. Mm-hmm. Um. This time around, I really have no idea. The way it ends was a big shock. I don't think mm, I was expecting it to end that no. way. And it it ends so cleanly and so quickly after that event of Barry mm-hmm. being um, arrested. That's really hard to know what's going on. The only thing that stands out to me about that is that we know that Fuchs is also in jail currently, and so that's where Barry is heading. So Fuchs and Barry will both be in prison together, both Mm -hmm. arrested by the same police department, so no reason to think they're going to different jails or anything like that. So Fuchs and Barry being reunited in prison. If season
1: four is a recreation of Prison Break. With those two? I'd be interested in that.
0: uh, I doubt it for some reason. Um (laughs) But yeah, that obviously I don't think did they ever see each other this season? I don't think they did, not a no, single time. No. So so the re- reuniting of those two and what pans out of that is gonna be really, really, really interesting, I think. Uh but I do want to remind you of one thing. Mm. In our season two review, you oh, and what I, did I
1: say? You
0: and I made a bet. <sighs> we we had a bet about how many seasons Barry would go for. Mm-hmm. And you bet that it would be three because mm-hmm. you wanted it to be three. And so we made a bet, and I bet there would be four. Oh, fuck off. And based on current evidence, it's going to be four. So just to inform you, I now own your firstborn child.
1: <laughs> so- <laughs> wow, I, that's a big swing, Pastor Mask. My lordy. <laughs> Wilder, the confidence entirely unearned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have a have a hard conversation with Angela yeah, tonight. Have a chat
0: to Angela about that one. Yeah, I'll let you know uh, how it goes. Look forward to them. being that postage arriving uh, whatever it does. Any
1: lawyers listening? Can you um <laughs> let me know how legally binding this is? Because I'm in trouble.
0: I agree. I was gonna. I think we we're gonna eat them as well as what we said.
1: <laughs> Actually, you know, uh, is it like my birth child? Do I have it's to give birth? Born? I don't know. I think that that sounds like to me that it's me giving birth. So I'll just get Angela to have all the babies done. So you're gonna have me, no, no,
0: no. Surely the contract agreement at this point is you must have a baby to to fill this out. If not, you have to no, supply me. That was me. never
1: stated. Then you have to
0: supply me with another baby as compensation. I will that see was never you. Stated. My lawyers will no. be in touch. No. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Hunting Seasons. You can find more of what we do via our website, huntingseasonspodcast.com. Our logo comes from Sean Kirkpatrick, aka at Shawnee Boy Draws. Our theme song and bumpers from Lucas Hall of Birthday Lawty Club. Find links to their work in our show notes. You can also find myself, Broderick Gordis, on Twitter at... B That's B G O R D S Damask.
1: You can find me nowhere, suckers.
0: <laughs> next episode, we'll be back to discuss Paper Girls, uh, optimistically saying season one, uh, even though it's already been cancelled. In the meantime, <laughs> thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.
1: Bye.
0: night, everybody. And so.